Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f we want. Welcome back to the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. Today we have a very dear friend to the pod. We have a pillar in our community. We have the incredible Sean Evaristo back in the pod. And in this particular episode, we go pretty deep on the journey of ML, movement lifestyle. Definitely a space where people from all over the world have come and trained, learned from their favorite teachers, choreographers. And uh, unfortunately, with the pandemic was a time for ML to close its doors and uh, yeah, we, we took some time to really just unpack that. And we know that, you know, obviously this is very near and dear to Sean's heart. This was like his, his baby, but like, you know, what he also emphasizes even in our talk is he keeps referring to it as this is a studio, this is a space that the community built. And, and uh, just the gratitude that he had or has, you know, and everybody that's kind of been a part of it. and. It was cool to like hear him be vulnerable, but also, you know, hopeful, you know, for what the future holds and stuff like that. And again, just as friends, it was just a privilege to be able to kind of hear him um, just kind of, yeah, talk about it, unpack all that. Yeah. And this is an especially powerful episode, you know what I mean? I, I believe for even our journey, because the pandemic really did a number on a lot of people. And, and for us, you know, we're just speaking on behalf of ourselves, like we kind of paralleled in certain ways. And like, we know what it feels like to have to like close our studios, mm -hmm. you know, the dojo, the complex, like everything that had to get shut down. I mean, there's no way that we could ever really put into words what it, it is to experience that kind of loss uh, over, you know, something that is as big and uncontrollable as something like a pandemic. Um, so, you know, we had to ask, we had to dive into it and, yeah. and look our brothers in the eye and be like, hey, you know, like, how, how does it feel? Like, what happened? And more importantly, how do you pick up the pieces afterwards? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, what's next? So really excited for everybody to listen on to this pod and, and just kind of get a little bit more insight, especially if you're a part of the community, because you already know how powerful and what ML and, you know, even the Kinjas Dojo meant to so many people. So when one door closes, another one opens, and we hopefully, you know, we'll share some of that insight on today's pod. Welcome back or welcome to the Kinjas Movement in the Shadows. We're your hosts, Ben and Anthony. And today we have a very good friend to the pod. He's actually, this is his third time on the pod. And the interesting thing is, He's only been on the Kinjas podcast because I looked up his name on the podcast apps and only Kinjas podcast uh, pops up when you look up his name. We have dancer, choreographer, founder of Movement Lifestyle. Human extraordinaire. Human extraordinaire. Extraordinaire human. Ex yeah, you get it. Yeah, pretty extraordinary. We have Sean Evaristo. Uh, What's, you, up, Sean? What's up, Sean? <laughs> this is his third time on the Kinjas podcast. I think you were actually the second guest, maybe the first guest. Yeah, I think so. You were the our first, very first guest, the very first guest ever of all time. Very first guest I ever. I think so. Yeah, Damn. and um, that was very like good a friend. billion episodes ago. Yo, I I appreciate every time, yo. I, this is the only podcast I'm on, so. Dude, but so much honored. life is happening. Yes, right. So yes. much. So life. it's almost like the first time all over again. Yes. Especially now that we're back with season two. Yeah. Thank you guys for asking me. Of course. Each and every time. I mean, uh, <laughs> you throw a pandemic in the middle of all this stuff, like a lot changed. Yes. Uh, a lot has begun. Some stuff has ended, and uh, we want to get Man. into all that. And we're so gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. Yeah. And so for those of you guys who want to know, Sean's like story story listen to the previous other pods we're gonna we're gonna pick up where we uh sort of left off and we want to just dive into it man well first of all sean how, how you doing man i'm good i'm good that was, was funny a, that was, was a funny weighted good that was a loaded good before we started rolling we're like we can't ask each other anything we can't talk to each other so we we're like <laughs> no conversation topics were unlocked but now we're fully unlocked 
get into it, man. You're you're good. That was kind of a yeah, yeah. That was there's some weight to that, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, what's been going on, bro? I don't know. I've just been through a pandemic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yep. And just really focusing on being present and really riding the wave of how I feel day to day and being honest to that. So right now I'm good. Word, good. man. Yeah. If if you don't mind, if we could like dive you know take our take ourselves back in time a little bit you know especially for you since the last podcast yeah. that you were on um we like we we mentioned this is the third time officially now we went through a pandemic you know what right. i mean and uh i know that you know we've gotten a chance to connect uh when we were in mexico recently yes. about some of the stuff that we've gone through but just being able to really talk about it you know what i'm saying yeah. yeah and like for real talk about it amongst men that have seen each other through a lot of life yes that uh in particular have seen us through like the building of things and like ben said have have also now uh, been by each other's side and witnessed each other through some of the the end of things as well um or the ending of things it's like man let, let us know your experience during the pandemic man like what happened because i know we watch stuff from afar but yeah yeah, good yeah. god like things happen i will I'll dive right in. At the beginning of the year, right before the pandemic hit, I was in the Philippines spending family vacation. Things happened. Obviously, things closed up. I was able to make it out of the Philippines and get back home. Back in LA, things were starting to shut down and, you know, toilet papers and all of that. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Oh, my gosh. Uh, but <laughs> again, to dive right in, yeah. we had to figure out, well, what are we going to do? We had to make some really quick decisions. We had our MLHQ at that time. We had to close our HQ, not not the studio, but the HQ. Uh -huh. So it was like, you know what? Let's condense everything we have down because we don't know how things are going to run. Exactly. And yeah. um, let's keep it tight in the house. Walk us through some of the uh, the thoughts and the feelings that you had during that time when you know you decided to have to like close HQ. Because I... I, I I get where you're going yeah. with that and like how, you know, but like for, for people maybe that are out there that maybe had like a different experience with the pandemic, yeah. you know what I mean? Like from, from a studio owner, from a business owner, from a, a, right. a person that has lots of things and has built lots of things, but also has faced uh, almost like in a pandemic, lots of liabilities yeah. because of all those things. Like what, what were some of the things that were going through your mind? Well, I mean, you think about it from staff to all the things that we had, like equipment inside of the the office the office was uh, actually a, a house that we rented and my brother was um, staying in one part of the house and then the office was the other part. Like so, what was a business live loft? Type yeah, thing. it was yeah, like yeah. a open, it was just a regular house, but we just split it up because it was like a garage. We can be open and free to create. But, you know, that in itself was a liability. It's like, well, shoot, if there's no income coming in, how do we sustain that? That we need to really quickly cut that off as soon as possible until we figure out the next thing. And I mean, you're just thinking about, shoot, I think this is the only move to make right now in that time frame. You're thinking about where you need to store things, where uh, what's going to happen with, uh, you can't even think like about you. You're yeah. just thinking about what, what do I need to do for this living, breathing business? Mm. Making quick decisions on the fly not even knowing if it was the right decision. It's some of the scariest things that I've had to confront, you know? It's like, is this a bad move? Well, we have to make a choice, Yeah. so go. Yeah. And then yeah. that that's just like one aspect of that, right? Then you start to jump into, we did a whole fundraiser for for ml that's right yeah right a 24-hour fundraiser which was ML. sick by the way to just Man. see like the the global dance community kind of galvanized behind something that has clearly like uh, it was such a validating thing to even witness to see yeah. how much impact ml has had over the last yeah. decade plus you know what i mean i i was so overwhelming i i still don't think i like process it all mm -hmm. because it's just like damn i don't think thank you even does justice to what that felt like it just felt like thank you for helping and trying mm -hmm. at that moment, you know? And then you, you look at what was happening. It's like, well, even with the support member, there was two waves, right? Mm -hmm. It wasn't just one. So that first wave when we uh, everyone helped us out, it could help us sustain for X amount of months. But then that second wave hit and mm -hmm. it was like, knockout, KO, yeah, just yeah. like. I had to make a clutch decision at that point. 
and without getting into too much detail, it's like not just my livelihood or my team or staff. It's like it's the livelihoods of all of our staff, including our community that goes there. And it was really like, am I going to close this thing? But then going back to this is a shell. This is a shell mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the the thought. And it's taken me time to get to this point to really, really feel this. But I, I always come back to remembering that ML was built as a philosophy, a train of thought that movement is life. Mm-hmm. And so I remember that passing through my brain and saying, okay, with all the liabilities, all the things that are happening, if I don't make any decision now, things are going to continue to topple over. So we made a choice. And I had to not necessarily be confident about that choice, but I had to make the decision based on what was going on. And uh, that's what happened. I, I chose to close it in order to stop from pouring out. Maybe I could hold on to the business and save the business and rebuild it or build it in a new way in the future to come uh, versus like, just saying, hey, we throw in the towel, here, here it is, bankruptcy, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Just instead of doing that, just saying like, okay, um, I'll just condense and turn down the flame and just hold on to it. And then obviously to come back from that is quite tough, you know what I mean? It's like, I think I'm still inside of that space of what do I do now? But mm-hmm. we'll get into that later. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I love that you mentioned that it's, you know, ML is not four walls. It's not yeah. a dance studio. It's an yeah. idea. It's, I mean, it, it was a global movement. I remember like traveling to other countries and seeing ML t-shirts and stuff like that in Asia, in Europe. I like, still do, which is yeah, cool. and, and you know, like <laughs> around LA, just people just rocking the ML yeah. logo and like, you know, that more than it being just a brand, it was something that people subscribe to that like. If you are a dancer, yeah, it's something that you want to align yourself with. Yeah. And I mean, I've seen the evolution of ML. We've yeah. all seen it. Kinjas and ML, there is a very close tie there. You've you've put, you know, we when we were able to put kinesthetics uh merch inside ML, like, yo, yeah. we're in a store now. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That was our first ever yeah. and like We've grown um, with you guys. You know, we've gotten your support. We've been able yes, to support. Man. And, um, you know, we can get even into, you know, our journey of the dojo and Dude, complex and, and the whole thing. The whole so, thing. yeah, I mean, we all went through it. And, yeah, and um, the, absolutely. Like, I, it's, I'm one case out of the, the millions that are out right. there. It's not just within dance, but it's in business across the world. And how everybody showed up. I mean, that when you guys had that fundraiser, literally 24 hours, people Man. from all around the world yes. were there, you know, yes. were tuned in. Yeah. And uh, that's just a testament, man. Like, it's way bigger than a studio. And and I'm glad that, like, you can really confidently hold on to that, you know? Yeah, I think I'm still working through some of the thoughts because, you know, in, like, keeping it 100 just after 10 years, of, over 10 years, you know, of putting your heart like work into something and then after everything kind of toppling over you're like what is this what did i do this for Mm -hmm. or like you know you feel like you're left with dust almost Mm. so then what do you do i don't know i think it's it's like just one of those things you have to just come to terms with what happened and then accept and then continue forward Permission so. to, uh, because I know we we have a uh, forward thinking, you know, mentality yeah. amongst all of us, and yeah. I know that there's always light at the end of the tunnel. But right. if we could just sit in the thickness of the tunnel just a little Dude, bit, um, you had put out a social media post during all this, you know, what yeah. I mean? when you know to explicitly say it when when ML had to close, yeah, um, and then I don't really know too much of the details. I'm sure a lot of people don't. Um, but somebody, somebody else ended up picking up the studio. I believe it's called 88 studios now. And I remember seeing that post that you put out there. Um, and you know, you're, you're, you're a classy man. You're, you're a very, uh, a nice gentleman. You know what I'm saying? But I think anybody who is even remotely close to you could tell that like something, something kind of funky, 
um, maybe went down. Uh, and I think, of course, we're all business people as well. Yeah. You know, we are all mature and, and you know, level headed enough to understand and know that things can happen on any on a whim. Yeah. And nobody can can anticipate something like a pandemic. But if we could, you know, just chat about like whatever you care to share like what happened how how do you feel about that yeah. you know what i mean like where it's all going because i think at the end of the day like um nobody can take away you know your impact and leadership in yeah. our community and the time that you put in and as much as the idealism that like you're right ml isn't lo- uh, you know limited to just like four walls in a building but there was a very important building that existed for a period of time in our community and you know it's still there but it's not quite the same so like what if we could just dive into that a little yeah. bit like what what happened what can you share that like led to how that went down i have to be honest and i just know that like when we poured our ourselves into that space i mean everything we got you know and then had left we had to make peace with what happened at what was potentially going to happen next and you know of course there was a possibility of something else popping up and i just hope that the next generation whoever the the youth is when they start to build whatever they're looking to build in the future can move maybe differently from what what they saw i hope they see it as like a something to look at as like a case study and say how do i want to conduct business how do i want to conduct movement for my community right and yeah did it sit right with me no i mean i said it i said everything i needed to say there but i also understand how things need to move forward so i i'll ride with that everything what i needed to say was in that post and you know i don't wish it will on anybody for sure did, mm-hmm. did anybody from that studio ever like end up reaching out or anything like that no no and mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's okay. okay. Yeah, we know, you know that's that's okay. Yeah. But I, I guess um, you know, maybe it's because it was founded and predicated on something so much uh community oriented yeah. that maybe it felt jolting. Like right. business is business and I get that. And you know what, years from now, like the real truth of it is people won't remember. People, you know, some people many people, the the up and coming, the young people, they that's just kind of how life yeah. works yeah. or it moves on. But do you feel like we all zoom out a little bit? Like maybe this is kind of like a telling sign of changing times. Again, not for, for yeah. better or for worse, but right, just right. even the idea of like things like um, the prioritizing of things like business or, you know, getting your end in over, you know, the idealisms of community and, and just like, because even for us, like from from dance, right? It's like before you could you would make a studio and people show up and you build a community yeah uh and it was like for example taboo ish to yeah. like even do like online education pandemic hits and then boom right away that's the only thing everybody can go towards and again there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that evolution happens what right. happens but do you feel like you know we're kind of edging into just a new time in general where like things like that aren't the priority yeah i, I mean possibly right i'll say this there's something just kind of waved over me if you were to put yourself in my seat how would that feel for you we'd be fucking pissed dude imagine we closed the complex and then just somebody moved it you know what i'll say because i love the lab (laughs) um right after we like closed down our spot the lab put out this like teaser it's like yo we just opened a studio in downtown arts district and then one of our team members hella joked around i was like yo it's that and then they put in our address our old address (laughs) that we just moved out of bro i almost fucking died dude in like a <laughs> second but but of course we love the lab it's not it's not about right. that but just that feeling right yeah, yeah you put everything you got into trying your best yeah and and uh that feeling like your best was really just like a almost like a, a volley up for somebody else to spike it home you know what i'm right. saying yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's the way of the world but yeah of course we we would have felt many types of ways right i i you know we built a lot of time and we put a lot of time and effort into that corner uh you know i like to see myself as like somebody on the cross street uh i've always thought of ml as like this cross street between different places and i like to stand on the corner and like help as a guide whoever crosses paths and Mm -hmm. maybe connect the dots somewhere and you know 10 years ago that place wasn't like that and um and maybe that was that was what was meant to happen was just to True. like build up to a point where now it exists mm-hmm. and however it needs to tr- 
move forward is really how it needs to move forward. And, you know, again, it's taking me time to get to this point. And I, I really think that, uh, yeah, making peace with it is very important and coming to a place of saying, okay, it served what it needs to serve and it, I need to move towards what's next for me. You know what I mean? For yeah. sure. Ever since I've known you, Sean, I felt like you've always been somebody who will kind of break ground. You will have your very Sean Everista way of like making it work. Like, you know, from when you had your, your t-shirt <laughs> Tuesdays at yeah. 2.30 or whatever yeah. at, at Millennium. And like, I'm like, damn, this fool like just hella smart with marketing. And then when you had the idea to open up ML, and then of course it, it took on its very unique um, identity. It was more than a dance studio. It became a way of life. It became a mentality. And I've always known you to be somebody who figures it out and can navigate through anything and then innovate to something else. And um, I think even the term dancerpreneur, I think I like heard that from you. <laughs> you referred to yourself as a dancerpreneur. And I'm like, damn, that's pretty cool. And so I think my question is like, you know, with the challenges, because I don't think challenges have ever been anything new to you. You've always like, okay, well, I got a new problem to figure it out or figure out. And, and here we are. And so, you know, when, when ML closed, yeah. I knew that, okay, this is just the blip and there's going to be the next thing, you know, and then, you know, yeah, yeah. from online learning programs, which yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you also have, you developed uh, one for yourself. Um, and I'm sure all kinds of different, you know, we, the term pivot is probably the most overused term over the past year, but you have, you are, you're continuing to move and, and figure things out. Um, Can I uh, interject in this time? Hop in, yeah. <laughs> I would say that uh, I don't think life has tested me um, this hard mm. before. Mm -hmm. So I'm currently in a place of uncertainty, which I will take on. Mm. But uh, it's been tough. Mm -hmm. You recognize the difficulty of it. I think, you know, we also kind of live in a culture where, you know, I don't know what it is, but no one wants to look weak no one wants to look like they don't know what the next move is because Man. it's you know it's so easy to praise like oh grit and like oh all right well here's my next move like i'm, I'm already on to the next mm -hmm. um but life doesn't <laughs> sometimes life doesn't you know uh go on your timing right yeah, like yeah. you just gotta be like you know what man i'm still just kind of sitting in this and but Absolutely. with that and i definitely want to hear you you know what you think about this but like your spirit, though, you know, I think that's what I'm mostly seeing come through. Your spirit isn't gone. It's just like, I don't know, like the next thing isn't hasn't presented itself. And so you're yeah. allowing yourself to just be like, cool, I'm I'm waiting for it. But like, I also have to recognize like, yo, I'm, I'm kind of knocked down a little bit. And that's yeah. absolutely human. And I think the next rise comes from the ability to know like okay like i was knocked down and now i'm ready to get back up or you know what i'm saying like the next thing opens up and presents itself so mm. your spirit man I, I definitely see that and i think you know you i know you you subscribe to power and vulnerability yes right? i was just about to say that yeah. it's like you know me very well yeah and that's exactly my mantra yeah. right and you know it's been really hard in this time to not feel resentment for hmm. not even like what happened with another studio taking over, but just more like me and ML, my relationship with the, the company, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, you know, when you fall in love with somebody, you know, you just like dance has been like such a love in my life. And then, you know, you're going on a ride and then this, this becomes a part of that dance for me, you know, ML has been really integrated inside of that dance that I love so much. Building, contributing, I still love it, you know? But once everything toppled over, um, and I just say that because that's the easiest way for me to describe how everything felt. It was like this, like resentment 
and it was a rift between me and the business. Mm. And it was like, so what do we do from here? I mean, speaking of what's next, I mean, you developed a, a program, Self Explore. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about like where yeah. that came from and the intention behind it? And So uh, there's like steps, right? Uh, obviously, uh, it was just this online time. And I was like, ah, online, I don't want to do this. <laughs> mm -hmm. But if I were, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. What would that look like? And so I just plotted it out and with the help of Legacy uh, Entertainment, um, Cheyenne mm -hmm. over in San Diego, um, just, you know, map some things out. And she was like, I can help you out. Let's, let's plan it together. And I created this awesome like six, five to six week course that happens online. It was wonderful. It's been wonderful, at least every time I've done it. Um, but obviously the world shifted again. So it was like things were starting to open up. And so people weren't online. Uh, it was like completely different. So I had to shift again and rethink, okay, where does this self-explore thing live? And just to track back, self-explore is really built off of movement lifestyle. Mm. If movement lifestyle is like the base of what I have, anyone that wants to deep dive into my philosophy that move is life, goes into self-explore mm. because everything that I've learned through dance has just been a self-exploration. Mm -hmm. And like for me, uh, it's like ML is communal and self-explore is, is like, well, I really want to know what Sean wants to say. So anyone that wants to jump into my world, that's kind of like self-explore. I created this curriculum that has like 10 modules and you go through each and every module and I take you through the different versions of what I've gone through inside of my life, dance, career, all of the above, inspirations and uh, where I went and how I did it or even how I failed. ML is a part of that too. So I put that in there. I'm excited because I have this curriculum now. Where that curriculum belongs, I'm excited to see where that's gonna go. Mm. Where do you feel like you're at like just Personally, you know, I mean, having gone through, yeah. you know, obviously a tough uh, uh, closure to yeah. developing new stuff, mm -hmm. to being a married man, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, well, life is going. As of right now, I, I'm focusing on what's next and what is next. I think that's what's exciting is like this studio was just really, a, a, uh, it's just heavyweight, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The business is a heavyweight. And now I'm like, what are the possibilities? I, if if yeah. I was a fan, one of my first questions would be, are you going to open up another studio? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, dang right. Whoa, okay. I, I like focus in on here. Yeah. I think I gave so much to the community as much as I could. And not just community, but just our uh, peoples um, that I need to f serve me. I need to think about what I want for myself and my family and what just care for my mental health, my, That's straight up, yeah. my mm -hmm. emotional health, my financial health, my creative health, my family health, all those things. If I can align that and make that solid, I can build anything from that point. Mm -hmm. yeah. But if that is not right, what the hell am I doing? Why would I build yeah. another studio in this time? Right. Maybe from that point I can I can really make something. And I do got a vision for what dance could be, but um, I can't do it alone. I think if if I were to pour my energy into something, it's got to be with with people that I align with. And if there's somebody or people in the future that want to build, as long as I'm in alignment, I'm there. I, I can pass on or give or consult or help create or invest into the next whatever it could be. Mm. I think something that um, that's kind of coming through as you're talking, like having absolute clarity in what's important to you first before just going and doing the next thing. Yeah. Because then 
again, I think it's 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 part of our weird sort of nature where we feel like we gotta keep ourselves busy. But if you don't have clarity or focus of like, what are you even doing it for? Why are you even doing that? Yeah. And you being like, I need to focus on my personal health, my family, and like, let's get that stuff aligned. And from there, yeah. you know how to create, you know how to innovate, but that's not what's important. Right. I think I think that's the thing that, um, you know, of course, there's balance to that. You know, you don't want to just be like, oh, okay, well, I'm not feeling like I want to go do anything. So I'm just going to sit at home and watch TV all day. Like, of yeah. course, there's you got to figure out, use that time to yes. really sit with yourself, ask yourself the tough questions, maybe bring in some trusted friends, people that know you very well, have those conversations and be okay with timing, kind of like letting itself play out. Because, yeah. you know, when you feel it, you feel it and you'll get up and you'll go do it. But I think so important to get your focus right first yeah before just going and that's, keeping I, yourself busy i think that's where i'm at and this uh thought of blind spots have, have came up you know i was like mm. and i understand like at this time i really realized that i had a lot a lot of blind spots you know i identified and attached to this idea of an artist and a creative and specifically to that because i am right but I think there are many facets of me that I didn't necessarily continue to explore. So for example, you know, I know a lot about creativity and, um, you know, expanding that, but there's this other side of blind spots inside of business acumen or uh, financial education mm -hmm. or, or mm -hmm. even uh, the tech side of, of, of running a business or all these other spaces. I know about the inner wealth uh, but if I were to look at like other things that I couldn't move or shake, uh, I mean, I know now because I've been doing a lot of research, mm -hmm. but um, how I could have moved differently, you know. Let, let's bite into that with a little bit more clarity. Like if you were to like go back, what are some of those blind spots that you feel like could have been useful to you yeah. at, at earlier times? Because uh, I, I could be, I, I already told you too, man, I fucked up when it came to things like taxes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did not... <laughs> learn enough and try and go into a business and stuff like that and, that and we paid the price we paid mm -hmm. a thick price on that still paying the price yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so i'll say this and uh this this thing came up uh when we we're in mexico but uh if i were to give any young business creative entrepreneur dance entrepreneur whoever it is that is listening right now i'd say like find out your blind spots mm -hmm. and lean into them so if you're blind spots, if you know you're good at these strengths, diversify your portfolio on all fronts. And I don't mean it just investments. I do mean in investments. But mm -hmm. I'm saying uh, overall, if you're good at these things, what are you not good at? And then how can you strengthen those things across the board? Because uh, yes, you cannot do it all. But the more information and education that you have in the spaces that you don't, the more you're going to be able to move or navigate or adapt when there's a pandemic <laughs> yeah i mean that's huge right like that's that's one of the the craziest things because the whole world had to experience and is still experiencing something that i guess only the government knew about but i mean outside of that you know what i mean we don't know when the next xyz may or may not happen right. it, whether it be a small thing that happens in our like community or a huge thing that happens to the the entire earth and all of human society, you know what I'm saying? But when that when that time comes to be equipped, to be prepared and to be well-rounded is like such a huge thing that I too, I, I co-sign with you, you know, anybody who wants to like figure out and, and not only care for themselves, but has the ambition and strength to care for others, you got to find your blind spots. You really got to deep dive and, and, and admit, you know what I mean? Like where you either need to seek help or where you need to, you know, just work out in terms of like yeah. getting stronger in those spaces. I mean, I wish I had somebody tell me earlier too, like, yo, have a plan. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah, you have your parents and say, oh yeah, save your money. My parents didn't know jack about investing, nothing. It's just don't, just don't spend your money. And I'm like, yeah. well, what's that going to do? Like, what, what am I supposed to do with it? Right. And, but like, um, you know, you and I both were fans of Rob Deerdeck and like I was listening to his pod and he has a hundred year plan. Like he has a plan, like, here's what I'm going to do. Like what's going to happen in my life, even after I die yeah. for my kids. And, you know, like 
designing you know he's very big on like designing your life like what do you want your life to look like what kind of house do you want to live in what are your what do you want your health to be like vivid detail very very vivid and so i think because you know if you don't have a plan then you just go with whatever happens you know you spend your money you're like i don't know like like i got it so now i'm gonna just play with it or which is also kind of tight low-key yeah, there's a balance to it. <laughs> Lucky. Definitely a balance. You know, I think there's spontaneity, life, that's also part of life. But like, yeah, to really be very vivid and intentional, you can't be unless you think about it or, you know, have something to look at and have mm-hmm. a roadmap to follow. And I think if anything, like, yeah, I would highly recommend right. plan, plan and design. You know what? I've also um, just come across a few different people uh, in the industry. Some of what the difference is, is um, is not just experience, but also education. Mm-hmm. And then not just education, but mentorship. So yes. these are, it's like, whoa, these are things that I don't think I, I touch. I, I, I was like, let me focus on experience because I know if I just step into the space, I'm going to learn a lot. But I don't think I uh, found mentorship the way that I, I felt like I, I could have. In, not just in a dance sense of mentorship. I'm talking about like life goal sense mm-hmm. mentorship and i think that that would have been a game changer i know that that was a game changer for a few of my friends in the industry it's like oh yeah i had mentors that really showed me what it what not just looking at this perspective or this aspect but like like the whole aspect of life mm-hmm. well you know even what to focus on or where you could put um, your energy towards and why it's like dang well, I'm not going to get any younger than I am now. I, I, so in this time, I've decided to completely drop any sense of like my knowledge and say, teach me. And I'm not saying that I don't know anything. I think I've got a lot of experience, but I'm ready to learn. Yeah, you're going back I'm, to that student mentality. Oh, and completely yeah. just stripped yeah. any kind of like thought or ego in that sense and say, Show me, teach me. I- I'll learn from anyone, mm-hmm. like any young buck or OG. Like, show me. Mm-hmm. I want to learn where, or why, or how you think like that. And you know, again, in all aspects. Like I was just looking at at Chad and looking at his setup. Shout and out Chad. Shout out Chad mm-hmm. and Vibrancy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at the setup. I took time to start to learn about the back end of things. I'm starting to take time to learn about. Things that I never thought I'd be interested. I'm learning about tax wealth, you know, like what? Shout it to Ant, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not just like learning it. I'm like really diving in. And maybe some of you are like, oh, he's late. Ah, screw it. You know what? I'm not going to get any younger than I am now. And I'm going to learn about that shit and watch me. I'm going to be good at that. Yeah, hell yeah. Because I'm going to dedicate time and effort to being a student. And yeah, that like those are like... Two areas, but I've been yeah. going that's crazy. Dude, that's like unstoppable. I'm, I'm, I'm getting chills out of the power of your aura right <laughs> yeah. now, man. Yeah. I'm inspired as well because like that's unstoppable. If you put anybody in that mentality where they're willing to learn from anything, that's unstoppable. And yeah. it doesn't matter if it's like just the fun stuff. It's just like what's going to level up my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I that's- really feel that. Like if I, if I were to quantify it like this, all the energy I put into um, – ML and what it took to build that and like I I love again I love our community and, and our people but in that equation I was missing myself mm. so I am putting all of that energy into me now and not in a selfish way of like well as you should yeah you know what I deserve it yeah, I deserve do. it yeah, and do. I know I do and that's what I'm doing now is taking all of that energy and then giving that love to self so that way it can it can fold over or go over the cup into the other aspects of my life mm-hmm. my wife our family you know all these things that we want to build for the future and and then i know that it'll permeate into for sure uh, the yeah, other you, spaces you can't help my other friendships people until you and help yourself yeah uh, i don't know i just know i know there's gold there yeah yeah 
you were also really, really early to something that was very unique. And I want to just like give a shout out and credit to that, you know, and being that, uh, at your age, whether it be at 25, like you had mentioned when you started ML or like when you were like directing Gen 2 or the company, you know, up in the Bay and coming down here. I remember your website party. I remember the first time I remember doing collusive ML collab with you. I remember Man. the first time you opened ML and maybe the dance studio element was a little bit of an accident, but you ran with it because you knew the community needed, there was a void and you, and you fulfilled it to, to the moment that you chose to like bake, take a big leap and, and find a bigger space and, and house it for a different reason with a different intention to even starting the, that, that ml tour and the convention and trying to fill a void and i know that didn't necessarily continue but like a lot of things that we did didn't continue either and it's just part of the learning experience and yeah. that you had a whole world much of a dance global community also um maybe when you weren't seeking mentors was looking at you for mentorship. We all got so much bandwidth. All of us only have a total of 100% bandwidth. And I know that a lot of what you were using your bandwidth for was doing something for so much other than yourself. So like, you know, uh, just just extra context and just oh, extra man. history, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because we can all be like, I'm late to this, I'm late to that. But I think that you were put on like a particular necessary pedestal and spotlight early game. And that needed to happen for our community and, and our culture to flourish. And I just want to give you props for that. You know what I mean? Just Heck in yeah. lieu with like now where you're at and what you want to learn and what you want to attain for yourself. And mm. you call it selfish, but you know, you were also selfless for so long. So it's kind of like balance, you know, and, yeah. and I respect that. And I just want you to know that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I think your friendships along the way have really just put perspective that like man what are we really doing this for anyway right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it's about the relationships it always comes down to that and uh I, my relationship with dance my relationship with myself my relationship with, with y'all so uh and i intend to keep all those things that are most important especially now in this time it's like cutting the fat and condensing down to what's most important and yeah, moments like this, especially again, I bring it back to like our trip or even trips, right? Mm -hmm. But it, most like the most uh, important, like now, I can really feel like uh, I'm not, I'm not taking anything for granted, man. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm I'm enjoying every moment. I'll soak this next thirty minutes we have left, uh, or however much time we got left. <laughs> I'll soak up this moment here yeah. because damn, the, like it was taken away. Mm -hmm. So. And we're going to get used to, oh, everything's social now, but I don't want to forget. I want to remember that this thing was yeah. taken away yeah. and that these things are a gift, mm -hmm. right? And I, like, I'm not thinking about what's next. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about like, what's now? Well, Sean, we can go forever talking to you, man, asking you a bunch of, uh, I mean, we can talk life and we'll, we'll do more of it, I'm sure, but we want to wrap it up with another lightning round. Okay. We got some uh, lightning fast questions. What is your guilty pleasure? French fries. Ooh, that is good. Okay, uh, uh, one thing, if you had to redo the pandemic all over again, one thing you would do different. Whoa. Uh, focus on myself. <laughs> well done, well done. That was, that's the name of the episode, by the way. Focusing on ourselves. There it is, we got a show title. Who was the last person you talked to on the phone? Acha. When was the last time you cried? Yesterday. Oh shit, what was it about? Life. Nice. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah, just trying to deal with all of life's... No, I got you. Yeah. I was watching Shang-Chi yesterday. I almost cried. And I think it's because he was looking at his dad. He's like, is this what you want? And I was like, oh, that's what I said to my dad. Yeah. But that's not... It's not my episode. Let's go. <laughs> Favorite era of music? Uh, 2000s R&B. yeah. Yeah, there it is. Uh, a creative outlet, non-dance-wise, that you want to dive deep into right now? Creative outlet, non-dance-wise, that I want to jump into right now. Uh, oh, my God. I, I've been so focused on my blind spots, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not even being creative at the moment. Nice. Uh, I, oh, well, okay. So, wait, you said non-dance-wise. Non-dance. I don't know. It's gone. I know. Have <laughs> yeah. Almost had it. Dude, Almost you had are it. really working on those blind spots. I love Let's it. Go, yeah, baby. Yeah. Blind spotting <laughs> it up. What is your superpower? Okay, my superpower is uh, the ability to connect um, different spaces. 
entrepreneurship is uh, seeing like the gap between a space and occupying that space. Mm-hmm. And so my superpower is being able to see where the gap is and being able to connect those, whether it's people, relationships, um, opportunity, creativity. Um, I am also, I think my superpower is um, being vulnerable and honest and I can't really be anything other than like, just feel what I feel at that moment. And I think if I tried to be anything else, you would see clear as day. Mm, but that's yeah. a front. Mm-hmm. So I think those are some of my superpowers. Dope. Heck yeah, man. I see that and I hear it and I, and I feel it. Yeah. And we, I think we've experienced that from you ever since we've known you. I've tried mm-hmm. uh, in this moment as you're asking questions to not necessarily not cry, but just, you know. I, I could feel myself. Uh, it's almost like the feelings are here. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you ask questions, they go. And then it's just a matter of like, okay, feel this out and let it come out if it wants to or or let it sit if it wants to. Let it marinate. And uh, I, again, not necessarily stopping myself, but more so like I could feel that come up in moments of, of talking. And mm-hmm. I, I I want to honor that because you could glaze over that, mm-hmm. those type of questions easily. But you choose to, which means you are wanting to understand the depth. And I, I love depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is like the one thing I truly love as an artist is uh, depth. And I think, yeah, not to get all there, but, you know, friendship. Uh, takes time. I think good things take time. I learned that from Absolutely. Jillian, right? Yeah. And depth uh, is what I believe takes so much time. Mm. And uh, our friendship has had so much time that you can ask me questions like that. Yeah. And, I, and I'll feel right at home. Love it. Speaking of depth, what is your biggest fear? Well, as of right now, um, you know, this uncertainty of career path, you know, uh, and I think this is going to be great to for anyone listening. Is that like I've done everything I I can. I, like if I were like to, like have a list of like my creative checklist of things I wanted to accomplish, I think I've been able to check off a lot of really awesome things. But for the first time in my life, with everything that has happened, I've had to question whether I should keep going. And. Could I continue to sustain as a creative and as an artist in this time frame? And I'm still thinking about like, you know, what what job could I enter outside of my superpower of movement or dance that would accept my what I have to offer? Because I don't know if building my, what I want to do next is going to be sustainable. You know, there's a whole new generation out there. And I've got to come to terms with the reality of, okay, will I still thrive in this space to offer what I offer? And will those that are there still find value in what I have to give? Because if not, then I need to move on or move forward in something new. And I'm in that space of trying to decide whether... I should devote time into that value that, um, you know, our, our community still sees within me or if I should look for a space outside of this, which is why I'm learning all these different blind spots because it's important for me to get a feel for the whole market across the board and say, where is a place that values me and can I put that energy and that's where I'm going next. Mm. At the end of the day, like, take take your time, man. You know what I mean? Just, like, being able to sit here and, like, really listen and, and, and hear about, like, where you're at and even reflect, reflecting on my own self and, like, what I need for myself and even and for everything we've gone through with Kendra's, too. And, like, man, us just being real. it. You know, uh, thank you, one. Uh, on the surface of, uh, you know, I think we are doing amazing things that we've been working on for a long time, right? You know, uh, so. Congratulations, you know. but like on all of it, by the way. Thank Just, you, man, It's bro. so great as a, 
as a homie, friend, brother, and also as a spectator to be able to say like, yes, I like, I don't know, just brings me joy. I don't know all the things on the inside, but what I can see and what I'm either a part of, it just feels like, yeah, keep going. Hey man, just just keeping it moving, but you know. Hey, <laughs> back to back to what I was saying though. That you are, you have always been and and are very very valuable. And Thank maybe you. maybe we're just in an evolving time where it's not necessarily like value to our community that like we came from or like we've understood and, and dedicated a lot of time and energy to. Because even the community has evolved. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, slash, we got older. You know, uh, but man, uh, whenever. Whenever you take your time and, and you finish, you know, a part, not, not saying any journey is ever finished, but like, I'm letting you know right now, man, you, you are very special and you have something special to offer. Um, obviously in the dance space and very, very clearly, you know, and, and more so soon to be, um, outside of it too, you know, so just I hope you know that, man, you're extremely Thanks, man. freaking valuable. You know, um, I, I like, I hear you and I, I feel that and I accept that and I know that as you say that to me, there's like a, a hurt part of me. The one that's like down in there that's like, is it going to be okay though? I could hear it, mm. you know, that doubts myself. It's like a self-doubt. It's like everything he's saying, I know, like you really mean that. And I know that I feel that within myself. But somewhere like little part of me in this that's like that's like hey don't 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 believe in yourself don't listen to yourself it's really interesting that i could hear that and feel that as you're mm, talking to yeah. me mm -hmm. and that's not a bad thing because yeah. that means that he's got a friend sitting next to him that's also self-aware and yeah. that's like half of the battle sometimes yeah. too that yeah. like you know um and uh, it's it's always funny because uh I think of like the concept of like wisdom. Yeah. And like usually when I have to, for whatever reason, I explain the idea of like defining or like, uh, receiving wisdom. And most, most of the time it's, um, the price of, of the price and pain of experience. It's not like some glorious, like you open a fortune cookie and you're bestowed upon some learned lesson that you can take yeah. with you and become some sort of prophet to other people that, you know, who, who follow you or are influenced by you. It's, it's rarely that glorious. It's yeah. always the pain and the price of experience. You know what I mean? And like, uh, you have it. You have that at the very least. Man, I know that as yeah. I can offer that. And I find that that's valuable. 100%. I yeah, know that is. there's value that yeah. lies in there. It yeah. is up to the seeker to find mm. the value yeah. in mm -hmm. that, though. Mm -hmm. And that's not my job. Right. I can only lay out what's available, but it's up to the seeker to decide whether that's the path that they want to take. Yeah, mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting here, I just admire your self awareness. Like, whether you, you vulnerably say that, you know, you, you got that little part in you. And, and I got that too. Maybe yeah. I haven't ever like said that on camera or anything like that, but I do too. You know, now that you yeah. say it, I feel like I get to say that as well. Cause I put up a little bit more of a front than I probably want to sometimes, yeah. especially I know a lot of people like look towards me for things and stuff. But like, the yeah, truth is, I do. Yeah, the truth is the same shit. You know what I mean? Like, I got that little self doubt as well, but. I think the self-awareness is like, you know, for you acknowledging your own blind spots, for you acknowledging your self-doubt, for you acknowledging the things that you've succeeded in, but also recognizing the things where you consider failure. And failure is not a, to people like us, I know it's not something that we're overly afraid of. It's a necessity, you yes. know what I'm saying? And, and, and I, I see that in your eyes too. Yes. And it's like, it's all good, you know? We're, yeah. And just homie to homie, you already know we're always going to be here for you too, you know? So, and vice Man. versa, because we know you've always been there for us, period. Yeah, I really appreciate that. In, the time, in this time, it's felt like, you know, you, you feel like you're just uh, like this. Yeah. And there's just been so many little moments where I could feel like, you know, it, it doesn't have to be like completely lifted up. It was just like... Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. when someone reminds you, hey, you know, you're, you're sitting, you know, just like your posture. Mm -hmm. And I felt like you, you guys helped me fix my posture. Damn. You know, like, um, you know, one thing, even as I'm like, just ha he hearing the conversation as it's happening and like, you know, this is a, a public platform, right? Like this stuff, the videos, people are going to watch it. People are going to listen to it. Oftentimes we, we want to 
you know, step into these spaces when we feel like I got exciting news to share. I'm like doing this new thing. I'm here to promote it. But here we are talking about like, man, we just kind of got beat down and and we're processing that. And and sure, there's Still, there's right? victories. There's victories. There's amazing things that have come from yeah, it. Like a shoe. Oh my God! Sorry, that's I know <laughs> another tangent. Like yeah, yeah, like like noodles. Like <laughs> come on, it's some of the most exciting things that yeah. come out for for us as creative inside of dance. But I digress. Go ahead. No, but like, but so uh, with that, like, yeah, there's things to celebrate. And there's also things to be like, but damn, it's hard. It's, it's yeah, we're not... super insecure about the noodles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but there but, uh, are yeah. insecurities but there individually as well. I right, can imagine, right? right. Yeah. You know, and, and imposter syndrome is real. We all have that doubt of like, can I really yes. do that? Like, am I smart enough? Am I skilled enough? Like that, you know. I think that comes with fear, right? Fear being like, I don't know whether I'm good enough or quali- qualified enough to do X, Y, or Z, and I think. That's just normal. And so for, you know, whoever's watching or listening, like, you know, uh, and, and in no way are we like trying to toot our own horns like we got it all figured out and we, we you know, we're some gurus or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're still always going to have to learn. We're still going to get beat down. We will rise up. It, it There is a time for everything. Um, but man, yes. like as you're talking about like your posture, but like here you are being very real, being very human and um i think it's easy for people who are fans of like sean evaristo to like damn how did sean make ml like this guy's killing it and da 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 but then to hear like this is how you process through all this stuff yeah and you are still that guy that has made ml that you know what i mean like you're always i am still a fan Uh, likewise likewise so um i just wanted to acknowledge that and affirm that so you've been on the pod before. You've given us your golden rule, and I'm sure that's also evolved. But we're trying to change things up a little bit for this season. So I'm going to, like, you know, the concept of mastery, right? I know that we're all humble people here. We're like, oh, I'm not a master of anything. But, like, you know, they say you got to put your 10,000 hours into something, yes. right? And um, Bruce Lee once said, I fear not the man who has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times, right? And uh, that practice is done in the shadows, yeah. right? Movement in the shadows, haha. And, and it's all the stuff that people it's don't see. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Movement in the shadows is a lifestyle. We got we to we gotta put, we gotta put shirt, that out, man. We got to put that Come one on, out. Come on, bro. We got to do something. And Shadows has drop shadow text font under it. Come on, bro. Look at that, dude. Come on, dog. Merch ideas. But, you know, with that, you know, um, that stuff is done not on camera. People aren't watching. It's all stuff that you do in the privacy of your own time, in your own room. So with the concept of mastery, what do you feel like you've mastered in the shadows? Okay, it's going to be between these two things, right? I think mm, in my class, in my classes, I always say that the magic is in the middle. And maybe that's the one Mm -hmm. because... Everything, whether it's dance related or not, it's in this in between space. Mm. And um, I, I, I always relate it back to Jillian. Uh, uh, I always want to shout out any of the people that give me like ceilings, and, and you know, Jillian's uh, giving me so much. Uh, but she remember she told me this one part about like, oh, you know, that moment right before like you know you hold someone's hand when you're like first dating or something like that. It's like that, not this moment, not that moment, but like this moment, you know? Damn, I feel it. Yeah, <laughs> I feel it, dude. I you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And like, like that always resonated with me. Like mm. just that, just this concept, not this concept, but this one. And that for me is magic in the middle. Mm. When I when I felt that, just that idea of this. I started to understand, and you know what's crazy is, um, not many people know about this about me, but I used to do magic in um, yeah. in, in high school. Yeah. My, oh, the game, the card no, game. No, no, no. Oh, 
like no, a no, magician. No, that's magic. me. I used to do Magic the Gathering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's why I do, like, got excited. Uh, card magic, hand magic. Uh, I used to do the little red balls, too. You know, the little styrofoam ones that you'd be like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's something that I actually never really <laughs> tell folks. Just, But uh, I, I would have coins in my hand. And uh, I would, like, actually do coin magic until I tricked myself. It was like... You would do magic to trick yourself? Yes. As a gangster. And, and it was crazy because, uh, <laughs> like, the way you, you, you know, not necessarily what you would do, but how you would do it. Yeah. And it, it just traced back to that moment of, like, there was a through line between my magic, uh, magic me practicing that, and then that moment to my movement and dance that that there's so much magic in the just that understanding yeah 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 and then the other one is depth not just like depth in i don't know it's in depth overall it's like really understanding the depth of something that something true like something of depth truly takes time Mm -hmm. and you can find so much value or magic inside of that Mm -hmm. so you know our friendship uh has taken so much time to get to this point and whatever that point is uh you know is up to the world and the universe but uh there's something about this that has really um it's like i'll bring it to food you know you cook like like a, a broth of soup or something like that you know you don't just put it on like high heat you put it on low heat to let it like really soaking all the flavors. Mm-hmm. We got that flavor, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? We got that flavor. Yeah, so yeah. the depth in, in our, our friendship broth is there. <laughs> that sounds so strange. Broth. I love it. <laughs> Brotherhood at all costs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Ma- Magic man. Magician over here. That dude. That Magician. <laughs> Yo, Sean, man, um, you already know, bro, like all, all of our conversations, like our history runs deep. Yes. And... Um, we've seen each other go through all sorts of chapters in life and and i'm so blessed and thankful to be able to like sit with you here like yeah as we were talking about like being present of like yo we haven't been able to be in a room together to like you know have conversations (laughs) and and, like here we are like it yeah being present um appreciating the now and and the blessing that it is to to stay connected and um you got so much going on. I know there's a lot brewing in your head and you're allowing yourself to kind of uh, be patient with things, but yeah. you always got our support, the support of the, the community that you've had such a big hand in. It's hard to um, feel that at this moment because we're so distant and yeah. I haven't stepped myself into some of those spaces because of my pain, but I know it exists. I can't wait to feel it again. Mm. Yeah. But like you said, time, right? It's that time. space. And something that you said earlier that I I, I completely um, resonate with, and I just want to highlight is like discomfort is like that point right before something really dope happens, because I it's so. like, I and I feel it personally as well. You know, like and we we keep talking about getting older and transitions yeah. and you know pivots and whatever, and like. You know, me being 40 and like realizing like, man, I've been dancing for like over 20 years, you know, and I'm like, what's my next dance? You know, what what's the next 20 years You're looking doing like? doing it right now. And that's the thing, like I feel uncomfortable, but I know that that's, that's the middle. Like I am about to figure out like what else is going to present itself as like, yo, look at what you what you're doing now, you know, man. so. I think there's so much to that. There's like a lot of encouragement in knowing like the scary place is actually a good place because there's something on the other side of that. Absolutely. And I I think you're you're hitting it right on the button. You know, there's that quote where, you know, you're uh, like the five closest people you put yourself around. Let's be around each other more so I can get closer to to being like yo. I love it. Yeah. Feel that, man. You already know, dude. (laughs) Well, Sean, thank you so much for stopping through again, bro. Where can people follow your journey, man? Honestly, my socials have been a little bit like just dormant because I'm in the I'm in the blind spots. Got it. So, uh, I mean, you'll know when you know you're in the if you're following, right now, man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that's a really great and 
sort of dangerous place for me for, for me to be. Dangerous mm -hmm. in the sense of like, I know when I come out of this thing, mm -hmm. I'm gonna have so much more skills um, to to move forward with. I'm gonna have a whole bag with me, you know. Heck yeah, yeah. love it. Love and, um, it. But yeah, just at Sean Evaristo when things do pop up. Um, my website, SeanEveristo.com, which I'm sure I'll update. And all the new stuff that's going to happen, uh, which I'll, I won't say just yet. Nice. At least here. We can wait till all mm -hmm. this comes. Mm -hmm. Till we cut. <laughs> well, folks, thank you for stopping in with us, spending some time with us. Um, we're back. Yeah, if you're listening right now, Season 2, Kendra's Podcast, we're, we're here. Thank you so much for following our journey. Yeah, we would just ask if you dig anything that you heard, share it on your social media. Tag us at Kinja's Podcast, cast with the K. Um, I love regramming um, all your guys' posts. Hit us up in the DMs. Um, you can really help us out by hopping into your podcast platform. Give us that five-star rating. Write us a review. Let us know what you're digging in the episodes. Let us know who you would like to bring on as a guest. And uh, keep sharing. Keep moving. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Peace out. Till next yeah. time. Movement in the shadows is, is a lifestyle. lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make that shirt. <laughs>